Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto, your home for regular crypto and Web3 news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylus. Today's news and updates are all about catching you up with regulations and regulators. The White House suggests banning Bitcoin. Gary Gensler gives a crypto speech. What does he say? New Fed appointment targets crypto in the, his first speech. And the Fed drops some research papers on crypto. What does all this mean? Mostly worrisome for crypto, but not to worry. I will explain it all. But first, please like, subscribe, follow, and comment. It helps support me, and I really appreciate it. And don't forget, this is not financial advice. You can use the links below to do your own research. Please share this video with somebody and keep the word out and help the channel out. All right. So I have been a little slacking with getting you all the news on on as much of a regular basis I have in the past, but I am back on track for this post-Labor Day work grind. The summertime usually equals I chill, party, recover, and then I work. Anyways, the market also has not been exciting this summer since as exciting this summer since the crash. I have been watching, or sorry, if you have been watching, I have been keeping you up to date with what has happened since the crash. Um, well, now the summer day vacations are done. The kids are back to school and you are back to grind. Well, so is the news, regulations, updates, and so much more. A lot has happened recently that paint, paint a very grim picture for crypto. So grim, in fact, that I am considering at what point in time do I stop dollar cost averaging? That is when uh, you buy a little every day or every week so that you can continuously buy and avoid having to worry about the volatility. Well, maybe I should take a pause on that. When do I take profits in the short term? Is it time to stack cash? And I should definitely buy an I-bond from the Treasury paying over 9% interest. Yes, I am sounding an alarm to be aware and vigilant. We must contact our represent, represent, representatives in government, no matter where you live. The noose is tightening around crypto, and it really is easier for the governments to tighten up on crypto now that there are so many people that have lost so much money from this recent crash. Thank you, Terra Luna. Thank you, Three Arrows Capital, and everybody who gave them a ton of money. That's right. Okay, that's enough. Let's jump right in. I'm gonna share my screen if you're listening on podcasts. You can use links below to follow along, or you can just listen up because I'll keep you up to speed with everything. All right. Author Shaw Amick reports for Bitcoin Magazine. <clears throat> White House suggests banning proof-of-work mining used by Bitcoin. The report discusses Bitcoin's energy use and its negative effects on the environment why, while suggesting possible executive action in the future. I'm just going to read a little bit here. Per President Biden's executive order, the White House of Science and Technology submitted its report on Bitcoin mining's climate impact. The report alludes to possible execution orders and legislation from Congress to limit or eliminate proof-of-work mining. Some of the cited resources have been criticized for biases to certain industries and spreading misinformation. So basically, like this is saying that, you know, President Biden at the beginning of the year did an executive order saying, hey, all of my all of my organizations, regulatory agencies, uh, all basically everybody in government uh, 
do some research, give me a report. So this report is coming back from the White House Office of Science and Technology, and they're basically pushing for limit limits and, and or elimination of Bitcoin mining mechanism, which is called proof of work. So I would say that this is very worrisome. All right, so I'm going to go in and I'm going to read you a couple of things at the end here. Okay, so it says the Office of Science and Technology asserts that Bitcoin mining facilities create added stress on the power grid that leads to blackouts, fire hazards, and equipment deterioration. The report also claims that Bitcoin miners will raise the average electricity cost for local consumers. And the report is quoted as saying, depending on the energy intensity of the technology used, crypto assets could hinder broader efforts to achieve net zero carbon pollution consistent with U.S. climate commitments and goals. Finally, the last section concludes that there are ways in which Bitcoin mining can actually benefit U.S. climate goals, although it's a much smaller section. And here's one of the quotes from the report. Proof of work mining that installs equipment to use vented methane to generate electricity for operations is more likely to help rather than hinder U.S. climate objectives. So they're saying basically uh, Bitcoin mining and proof of work mining consensus mechanism uses a ton of energy and how and that's not good. However, if they're only using vented methane gas, then then maybe actually that's a good thing. And if you don't know, and if you haven't been watching, vented methane gas happens during uh, natural gas and natural natural gas production. Uh, they can't capture everything, and some of it is vented, so they're able to sell some of their excess gas and any sort of wasted energy to crypto miners who use the proof of work mechanism, which, after the Ethereum merge, would be primarily Bitcoin. So. What they also seem to have ignored is that Bitcoin mining or proof of work mining can be used as a buyer of first resort to help bootstrap green energy production and a buyer of last resort to help incentivize more energy production on the grid. I think looking at the proof of work mining in such a limited scope is dangerous what do you think about this? What? How does this make you feel? Let me know. Leave your comments below, and I am moving on. All right. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm, like, just figuring this stuff out with something that I, on, my, on my computer. Okay. So, current chair of the SEC, Gary Gensler, gives a speech, and it is titled, Kennedy and Crypto. And it was dated on September 8th, 2022, about four days ago. So Kennedy is not John F. Kennedy is actually, he goes down here to say, Joseph Kennedy, the first chairman of the SEC, had a saying, no honest business need fear the SEC. No, you just need to fear people with their own interests that work at the SEC. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to like, jump around a little bit and share with you what Gary Gensler had to say. He's a sit sitting chair of the SEC, which is a very important and powerful position. Uh, as I've discussed with you in the past, Gary Gensler explains that the vast majority of crypto tokens are securities. He doesn't call them cryptocurrencies. He calls them crypto tokens. And they, and they should register with the SEC, considering the SEC stands for Securities and Exchange Commission. They regulate securities. So a security is defined here uh let's see 
All right. In general, the investing public is buying or selling crypto security tokens because they are expecting profits derived from the efforts of other in a common enterprise. These are the core considerations under the U.S. Supreme Court 1946 Howey test in determining what is an investment contract. One of the categories of security. So security one type of security is an investment contract. This test has been reaffirmed by the Supreme Court numerous times. The court cited Howey as recently as 2019. That's the Howey test. As the Supreme Court noted in the Howey case, the security laws are designed to meet the countless and variable schemes devised by those who seek the use of money of others on the premise of profits. So basically... If you bought cryptocurrency thinking that you're going to make money from it because of something that somebody else does, whether it's promoting it or building actual applications for it or uses for it, it doesn't matter. If someone promoted saying, hey, buy this, you can make money, then that could be considered a security by these people. As long as the people promoting it were part of the, the group that created it or hired or paid by the group, whether it's in cash or cryptocurrency. So what do you think about that? He also says that the crypto industry doesn't like this rule. So they say that the SEC is bad and not fair and doesn't like crypto. I do not. I do think this is interesting because this definition seems to describe a bunch of crypto projects. I, if you think about it, if a coin is sold and the proceeds are used to build a crypto project, that sounds the exact same as selling shares in your startup. The key difference is that your crypto that looks like shares will eventually become a currency within that crypto project's ecosystem. Therefore, the same rules may need to be updated to account for this. Gary does seem to ignore this point all the time. He doesn't bring up the fact that a current crypto, that a if a crypto token or crypto coin is considered a security but eventually it becomes a commodity because it's become decentralized no one's controlling it no one's working on it to achieve its usages only people are building on network will that ever happen some would say ethereum is a perfect example those tokens were sold the money was used to build build ethereum network now it is decentralized it's up to a dow and an entire community to make decisions so who's to say that that's security well you could say it's a security because you're relying on the efforts of others like this current ethereum update merge update where they're going to proof of stake how is that not you expecting it to perform based on the work of others this is why the crypto industry thinks there needs to be a new set of rules. There's nothing wrong with a new set of rules, even if they can't contain some of the same tests. I think the reality is Gary Gensler doesn't want to have to deal with going to court and like proving all these rules and testing all these rules, etc. Or maybe he just wants to like in his term, in his time at the SEC, be able to say, I beat this or I won this or I accomplished this. What do you think? All right, now let me check this out. This is, let's see here. I'm going to try to find this. Uh, dun, dun, dun. Okay. So Gary Gensler does explain that he thinks that there is a reason to change his hardline stance. This is the first time I've seen this. So I'm just going to read this piece here. 
This is directly from the speech. Thus, I've asked the SEC staff to work directly with entrepreneurs to get their tokens registered and regulated where appropriate as securities. All right. A handful of crypto security tokens have registered under the existing regime. So some tokens have already registered as securities. I'd like to know what those are. Given the nature of crypto investments, I recognize that it may be appropriate to be flexible in applying existing disclosure requirements. Tailored disclosures exist elsewhere. For example, asset-backed securities disclosures differ from that for equities. So he's saying that you're still a security because of the rule reasons why we stated earlier, but maybe you just have a different set of rules because you are different than a stock, like I said. So he's saying something similar, maybe. Our fundamental goal is to provide investors with the protections and disclosures they deserve and that are required by law. By contrast, in the case of a small number of crypto non-security tokens, they might meet some parts of the Howey test or other tests of a security, but not necessarily all of them and may not be securities. Bitcoin, the first crypto token, is referred to by some as digital gold. Trading like a precious metal, a speculative scarce, yet digital store of value. So he's saying Bitcoin is not a security. It is a crypto token. And so he also mentions crypto security tokens and crypto non-security tokens. So that's how he's starting to define a crypto token, a crypto, or sorry, whether it's a security or not security, and it's a crypto so token. So I imagine that he's saying there are crypto tokens, some are securities and some are not securities. Then he goes on to talk about stable coins. This is where I think he's creating confusion. I do not think that stable coins are securities because there is no expectation of profit. The SEC is unlikely the proper regulator for this, but I do think they should be forced to be super transparent with weekly or biweekly or daily revelations of their assets and other indicators we should know. Stable coins should be regulated. Should they be reg regulated by the SEC? Well, according to the investment contract, definition under the Howey test, it's not an investment contract, but maybe a security is something else because we're only really talking about investment contracts. And it did indicate that there are other types of categories under securities. Whether or not they should regulate it, I don't know, but I definitely would like to know that USDC didn't like make a report and say we have all this money and then turn around and move it. I think that they should be regulated probably like a bank in my opinion. Finally, he discusses exchanges. Sounds like all exchanges are going to get hit with delistings or enforcement actions or both. This speech sounds very bad for all exchanges because, think about it, if some coins are considered securities and the SEC goes after them and the exchanges are listing them, then the SEC can say, hey, you're illegally selling securities without registering with us. Remember, SEC stands for Securities and Exchange Commission. If you're selling securities on an exchange and you're not registered, you are going to get sued. However, Garrett Gensler does say that he's working with his staff and the CFTC, which is the Commodities Futures Trading Commission, which is regulating precious metals, basically, and other types of things like Bitcoin, because now, based on Gary Gensler, Bitcoin is not definitely not a security. But I think we all need to be vigilant and call and email our representatives here in the USA. I do not believe that the crypto will be very big if the U.S. creates rules that are not favorable in innovation and create so much red tape that starting a crypto business is out of reach for the common person that does not have a ton of money to get it started themselves. Now, 
I will say that a lot of these projects do sound like startups that probably should be held to the same rules, but maybe because they're crypto and they can be become become a, a currency later on, maybe they shouldn't. I don't know. What do you think about this? What are your feelings about all of this? I think that I think that he's basically saying we're going to figure it out, but it also sounds a little heavy handed and a little aggressive trying to fit the this this system into our existing system but then he would just say that i'm just saying i don't like what i'm hearing so we need to come up with a new set of rules what are your thoughts on this please let me know leave a comment below and i am moving on author jeff cox reports for cnbc new fed banking chief targeting crypto and climate change as top priorities all right, I'm just going to read a few things here. Fed Governor Michael Barr, whose title of vice chair for supervision gives him broad powers over the nation's banks, gave his first policy speech since being confirmed by the Senate. He pushed for action on stablecoins, climate change preparation, and both the safety and fairness of the finance industry. Barr presides now over a financial system that is generally thought to be well capitalized, but was still hit by market disruptions requiring Fed intervention in the early days of the COVID crisis. So crypto, what's in store for crypto from this new guy? All right, I'm going to check this out. Have you checked this out here? And uh, I'm just going to scroll down to these. There's a few here few paragraphs here i'm going to read he called for increased scrutiny of the crypto industry and the risks that it poses stable coins like other unregulated private money could pose financial stability risks Barr said i believe congress should work expeditiously to pass much needed legislation on bringing stable coins particularly those designed to serve as a means of payment inside the prudential prudential regulatory perimeter so what is he saying? He's saying stable coins are really important. We need to regulate those. And I definitely agree, as you could probably tell from my recent comments. All right. And now for the rest of the story, I have uh, just the last bit of paragraphs here. On the fairness issue, Barr said he wants a system that provides consumers with access to services and information to protect them from abuse. So this is going to extend into the financial system, but in crypto, what does this mean? As innovative financial products develop and grow rapidly, excitement can outrun the proper assessment of risk, he said. As we have seen with the crypto, the growth of crypto assets in a rapidly rising and volatile market, participants may come to believe that the under, they understand new products only to learn that they don't and then suffer significant losses. And they're definitely talking about Terra Luna. That Terra Luna is by far the worst thing that has happened to crypto. And the second worst thing is so many people giving so much money to one hedge fund, three years capital. Barr said he also will work to ensure that banks that participate in crypto related endeavors have risk controls in place. So he wants banks that work with crypto companies to take to have proper risk, which probably means uh less growth potential because higher capital controls most likely and disclosures i agree with that i mean i don't know what that looks like i don't know what that costs are to the industry i don't know what how that hampers things but it only makes sense that there should be some sort of standardized reporting 
for any sort of thing that we can invest in. Although I could also invest in collectibles and they don't bother me about it. All right. What do you think about this? Um, let me know what you think. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, my update for you on that. Uh, so I want to just read one last piece of information for you, and and this is really interesting. I kind of this is all not good in my opinion but anyway last piece author michael mcsweeney reports for the block fed research papers warn about future risks from crypto cfi and defi cfi is central centralized finance and defi is decentralized finance uh the bullet here says the quick take is that the u.s federal reserve's research arm published a pair of papers last week exploring two topics related to crypto decentralized finance and the financial stability ramifications of digital assets so more research papers are coming out, and uh, here's a little information on what to expect that this pa these papers said. The Fed and its leadership have pushed for more oversight of the crypto industry, particularly in the context of its links to the broader financial sector. Its paper on financial stability touched on regulation and with the authors suggesting stricter oversight for firms handling client funds. Oversight, comprehensive disclosures, and capital and liquidity requirements where appropriate could improve the resilience of entities within the digital asset ecosystem the paper said for example centralized crypto entities that act as counterparties to retail users in the digital asset ecosystem are generally not subject to capital liquidity or comprehensive disclosure requirements if you're like whoa dude that was way too fast or what are you saying let me just break this down all right so first paragraph is fed wants more oversight of crypto and um, let's see. And stricter oversight on how firms handle funds. Kind of like I'm saying Voyager, BlockFi giving so much money. Like Voyager gave half of its loan book to 3AC. Like it would be nice if we would know that. I don't think that if I heard that, whether it's a risky thing or not, you could be in the finance era and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. But if someone, I know one person, if I know a company gave 50% of their loan book to one hedge fund, I would consider that extremely risky. Okay. And then the next paragraph says oversight, comprehensive disclosures and capital and liquidity requirements could improve resiliency of these entities. So basically they want disclosures they want capital requirements oversight basically everything that everyone else is saying they're like oh we need this so what do you think let me know what you think um i would like to know what you think uh they also go into DeFi a little bit in these research papers and here's what they have to say about that as policymakers decide on which assets for example dollars and registered securities to allow on public permissionless blockchains Evidence indicates that DeFi will rapidly exploit any and all profitable opportunities regardless of supervisory concerns. In addition, under the scenario in which public blockchains evolve to provide a full range of services denominated in cryptocurrencies, supervisor, supervisory authorities, including the Federal Reserve, may lack the necessary tools to ensure compliance with laws and regulations. Policies considered well in advance and thoughtfully may reduce and the scope of the inevitable financial stability disruption stemming from DeFi. So basically they're saying DeFi is probably going to keep going on as long as we don't figure out how to regulate it. So we need to figure out how to regulate DeFi. Of course, I don't know that DeFi is going to 
how much DeFi is going to be around. I don't know how they're going to regulate it. Uh, what do you think? I would love to hear from you. This is a lot of information, and I hope I didn't run too far over. Um, I'd love to hear from you. So let's see if I can get out of this. Here we go. Uh, right. Okay. So what do you think about all of this? We got a bunch of information that I delivered to you. It's a lot of concerns. We got the White House suggesting a ban of bitcoin mining gary gensler is kind of saying i'm tough on bit i'm tough on crypto but bitcoin's okay so you got the sec saying it's okay but the white house saying it's not and then there's a new fed appointment he's like we got to go after these stable coins and then the fed drops a research paper basically saying we need to get people disclosures and um and this DeFi thing we might not be able to regulate it so I think this is all very like concerning because this raises a lot of doubt, uncertainty, and fear uh, from people like myself. Uh, also from regulators and legislators, they're going to hear stuff like this. This is not what they want to hear. They want to feel like they're protecting their constituents as much as possible. Also, there could be other things at play, but the, at the end of the day, this type of information is concerning to me. What do you think about this? Let me know. Leave a comment below. What are you doing to... to be prepared to prepare for this. I'd like to hear from you. Are you going to slow down? Are you going to sell? Are you going to keep buying? Let me know what you think. Have a good day. Hot along.